fuck, 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 fuck. Come on, Paul, where you at? This is cool. Hey, welcome, welcome to fuckfuckfuck.com, right. where we talk about fuck, fuck, fuck all the time. <laughs> Shit, yes. Shitballs uh, dicks. Well, well, welcome to the podcast, uh, Binge Watch Podcast. <laughs> I'm Brian. <laughs> all right. We have a Radical Ron here is in the house. And, <laughs> and uh, Paul, live from uh, Okinawa tonight, I believe is where That's right. <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. From Bangladesh. That's right. You are, uh, you're a traveling fool, man. Um, I know. I get a, I get around, man. Sometimes I'm in Austin. Sometimes I'm in uh, Bangladesh. That's right. Heading to uh, uh, Kathmandu later. You know, one man's Austin is another man's Bangladesh. Um, That's right. Website is uh, bingewatchpodcast.com. Hit us up on the Twitter thing at uh, bingewatchpc. <laughs> the thing. The thing. All right. Um, do, do Is news the first thing you want to do here, Paul? Let's, let's do it, man. All right. Said it. Let's... Ryan promised that he has, he has he has music that I can't hear, so he's going to have to cue me because he hasn't got it piped Oh, it sounds so good. That sweet news intro music. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's all, all you, Paul. All right. So welcome to uh, another week of Binge Watch Podcast News. Um, Time Warner ATT Merger Report. How about that? What do you think about that, Brian? Um, I don't get it. It's like there's only going to be the, like two of these companies left in like a week, I think. You don't yeah. see the you don't see the synergy. The synergy. Somebody, somebody please buy Frontier. <laughs> oh, hey, you can always quit them. You can always quit them, man. So, uh, Time Out. Warner stock pops on report of AT and T potential merger talks. Uh, so. Um, Shares of Time Warner jumped as much as 9% on Thursday following a Bloomberg report that top execs from AT&T and the media conglomerate have met to discuss a potential merger, among other possible uh, menage a trois. Mm. I like French stuff. (laughs) Ron's ears perked up. He said, what menage a trois? (laughs) He likes that uh, that, um, wine, menage a trois, whatever it is. Yeah. yeah uh, so. Later, later in the article, it said uh, Time Warner has been in play before in 2014. And it rejected a 80 billion dollar takeover from Rupert Murdoch's 20, 21st Century Fox. After concluding that, as Brian just said, we just didn't think it made sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't get it. But I will tell you why Ron can't leave Frontier Cable because he is like one of the few people in the world that actually uses an email address that is attached to his internet provider. <laughs> that is true. So he's screwed. He can't leave. It's he has still, to stay. No one will know how to get a hold of him. It's still Verizon.net. <laughs> Damn. I, I wish I could remember my login for, y'all remember Juno.com? <laughs> I don't know, think email? it's actually out there anymore. I don't know that you could get it's in. It's still... You would be incorrect. It's still out there. It's like AOL. Now. But your account is that where you got all your weird porn? Uh, <laughs> no, on your Juno account? I got that. I got that on my desktop in a folder that porn. says weird porn. <laughs> <laughs> what's what's that? Uh, the octopus tentacle porn called? Uh, oct- <laughs> octopus tentacle hentai? Or so, <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's it. That's where he's got he all can, his hentai links. <laughs> it, it, that, that's right. And I will 
the links that I have. They're all sausage links, actually. So yeah, so that's uh, that's it. Because Brian said we have to keep moving, so we're going to keep moving. I know we got a lot so, of stuff to discuss. Mm-hmm. Next hey, story. So uh, <laughs> so new new TV shows and movies on Amazon Prime Video November twenty sixth. Hey, they have some good stuff that's coming, dude. Yeah, the Night Manager, which we've talked about before. That's so they're going to turn that into a series. Well, it's it's going to be they're going to bring that mini series over. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's just going to be on streaming starting next month. Okay. Uh, mm. Flesh and Bone, Red Oak Season 2. I don't know what at Red Oaks is. Have you heard of that, Brian? It's the one that comes after Red Oak Season 1. Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no idea what it is, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Royals Season 2, Grantchester Season 2. Grantchester? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There's so many shows I have no idea what the... Well, the uh, one that I was interested in is, and I think it's called Goliath. It's it's a Amazon original. Oh, look here. Do you have that on yes. that one on your list? There's a there's a ton there's a ton of movies. There's very few new sh- TV shows on Prime. But there's a ton of new movies coming to Prime. So uh, the next, next. season one of Goliath is uh, Billy Bob Thornton and William Hurt are the stars. Oh, okay. I don't know when it starts. Uh, it says I can it's watch Grace. episode one for free. This Grace yeah. lawyer, now an ambulance chaser, gets a case that could bring him a redemption or at least revenge on the firm which expelled him. Hell yeah, man. I love me some revenge. I love me some <laughs> firm. <laughs> From some firm. Yeah. But it, it looks pretty cool. Bob was made for. <laughs> yeah, just looking at this uh, new movies list, it looks like they're uh, bringing. And of course, it makes sense with the holidays, with a lot of people, families visiting houses. They got a lot of things you could sort of binge watch. It looks like they got most of the James Bond library coming. Oh, oh whatever you do, don't oh. talk about Aaron Brockovich. They got all the Rocky movies <laughs> are coming over next month. Uh, oh, meet Joe yeah, Black. I like that movie. Yeah, so uh, I I wonder if Thunderball, you, <laughs> Thunderball, yeah. I wonder if you're going to start. Top seeing... secret, sweet. Yeah, I know I a little German. Start... He's standing right over there. <laughs> I wonder if you're going to you're going to see this kind of stuff every year, where they uh, for like holiday seasons they have like stuff that's perennial classics come up, like like uh, uh, the James Bond movies, Rocky stuff like that, stuff that people a family would watch together and like, yeah, this is a great movie. You watch Terms of Endearment over the holidays and cry together as a family. On Golden Pond, there's a lot of James Bond in there. Moonraker, yeah, yeah, it's You only live twice. Trump's favorite movie, Octopussy. He'll grab it. I think he likes Goldfinger too. So uh, Netflix plans to release a thousand hours of original content in 2017. I'm going to watch every motherfucking one of them. Yeah. And it's funny. They show uh, back there Game of Thrones uh, behind this Netflix label. I wonder. I I need to read through this. Well, they have been showing a couple like Nurse Jackie, which is an HBO thing. I think has been on Netflix and a couple other kind of. The, their less successful titles. So, I mean, that makes sense. I know they already have some type of pre-existing relationship there. So, Yeah. the uh, the This article is talking about that Netflix had a monster earnings call yesterday, uh, and the stock market agreed that Netflix, despite 
a big miss last quarter absolutely boomed over the past few months. So looks like their strategy is paying off. Yeah, their worldwide thing has really struck gold, I think. And then, but they gave basically have given up on China because of the regulations or lack thereof. Yeah, um, and yeah. they're just going to license their content over there. And they said it would be a little bit of a money maker, but uh, they really have no plans to expand into into China any further. Yeah, China. that's a very China China China. 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 That's a that's a really tough market to crack. China is. I agree with that. Uh, oh, the last different language over there than, than English. Uh, they yeah, English. They speak like, and they speak <laughs> like there's like Mandarin is the the most spoken uh, of the dialects over there. But there's several. I mean, it's like going down to Brazil, you know, and or South America, and there's Portuguese, there's uh, Peruvian, there's all sorts of stuff. So. Um, Next up, Scream Queens Chad Radwell teams with Leonardo DiCaprio for a 90s superhero movie. Seems like the 90s are in vogue now. Dude, this Captain Planet, I read about this this week. This sounds dumb. Hey, the original thing was dumb, so why not? But they're, <laughs> I don't they're, get it. Yeah, they're, 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 uh, it's a nostalgia kick, man. We went through the 80s nostalgia kick, and now it's... Uh, early to mid nineties. I mean, it's 20 years, so it's time to what is old make new again. And, uh, it's got a built in, uh, nostalgia and audience. So Careful. they're just, they, Hollywood loves to rehash stuff. Yeah. I just figure like there's gotta be something better from the nineties than captain planet and the planeteers. I mean, it well, sounds I mean, like a bad unless, punk band at a local bar. Yeah, it does. <laughs> well, I mean, unless they, um, unless they, have a new angle on it, make it like grittier or something. I don't. I, I mean, it's gonna have shiny vampires. It could be. It could have a little sparkle. I've got an angle. Hey, <laughs> hey, Brian. I'm starting really starting to doubt your commitment to sparkle motion. Sparkle motion. <laughs> yeah. Well, it has yeah. been fading. Yeah. So uh, another uh, little item that I had is that uh, we talked about last time in the uh, Lost Peel sessions, another one bites the dust that uh, we did a whole session last week and it has gone into the ether. Um, uh, Bob Dylan last week uh, won the Nobel Prize for Literature and... And Kurt Vonnegut in 1991 said, quote, Bob Dylan is the worst poet alive. <laughs> in a Hustler interview, the author said that most of Dylan's work is gibberish. He also hated rap. <laughs> I love Kurt Vonnegut, and I don't, I've never read any of Bob Dylan's, like lyrically, I like his, I love his stuff, but I've never read any of his poetry. Well, no, and that's... Uh, uh, that's what he won the Nobel Prize for was for his con- contribution to the great American song tradition. It's not okay. for poetry. That I'm okay his, with, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay yeah. with it. I, and Vonnegut, I mean, uh, I think the... the uh, I got this off of Reddit, of course, my favorite source for everything. Because uh, <laughs> you know it's it, true. Yeah, it's uh, the very first uh, link, uh, the top comment said, quote, you never want the opinion of another writer. If it's bad... I'll hate it because I hate bad writing. If it's good, I'll be envious and hate it all the more. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, th- I, thought, I thought that was funny. And then underneath, somebody said, Hemingway from Midnight in Paris? Michael Scott in Threat Level Midnight? Charlie Sheen in Food Fight? 
<laughs> Hell yeah. Charlie Day and the Nightman Cometh. <laughs> uh, so the Kurt Vonnegut thing made me uh, uh, remember. I, so I watched two documentaries um, this last week. Um, they are the, um, and it's very timely. It's called, one of them is called best of enemies. Um, and it is about the 1968 debates between William F. Buckley Jr. And Gore Vidal, uh, well, oh, worth, yeah. well worth the watch. It's really cool. It's on Netflix, uh, but it's called best of enemies. And then there's the biography for Gore Vidal that's on there and it is called, um, American amnesia, I think. Oh, could you uh, do me a favor when you're uh, when somebody uh, when you get a chance? Could you put uh, links to that just up in that uh, the show notes so I can check those out later? Surely, that'd be awesome, man. So, uh, what? Uh, where <coughs> Unless you, I'm talking, it doesn't turn the camera on. Where did uh, Where did you hear? Is that Is that G Bunny? Jeez, <laughs> hey. hey, Ginger <laughs> sticking her tongue out at is the your... screen and doing a really nasty looking dance. Oh, hey. Ginger, that's dirty. Don't do that. Hey. She said that's dirty. Hey. Don't do that. Hey. <laughs> hey, Ginger, is your tongue orange? Have you been drinking, Mima? Have you been drinking me, Ma? As <laughs> you said, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, I thought so. Just, thought just so. a Very little nice. bit. Just a little bit. I was like, man, somebody's had had some uh, vodka uh, and orange slushy. I love Jesus, but I drink a little. <laughs> I love, but I drink a lot. Poker in the front, liquor in the rear. So, all right. So uh, that's really. Um, that's the top of the stuff that I had for this week because I know Brian wants to get over uh, to some other things. Uh, a, a good portion of our news, once again, brought to us by extremist.com, E-X-S-T-R-E-A-M-I-S-T.com. And uh, back over to you, fellas. Um, I was just going to throw a couple things that, out that are on Netflix that are I think are worth a watch. Um, there's a new series on there, and this is a... Um believe a BBC um, it's called spotless uh, set in London spotless is the story of a troubled crime scene cleaner Jean who is from France who lives in London whose tidy life is turned upside down when his outlaw brother Martin crashes crash lands into his world entangling them in the deadly dynamics of organized crime I've watched the first two episodes it's pretty good um, it is it's kind of like um, a little bit along the lines of uh, Oh, what's the Walter White movie TV show? Was it uh, Breaking Bad? Yeah, how not so much how like the same kind of show, but a, a little bit of they kind of get caught up into some uh, things beyond themselves and and are having to deal drugs and stuff. And but he's the best crime scene cleaner in um, London, and he goes around and cleans up the crime scenes like where people were murdered or committed suicide or, or something like that. And oh, so he's. He's like the wolf in Pulp Fiction, and uh, mm-hmm. what's her name in uh, in uh, uh, in uh, thing with James Spader? Um, Blacklist. Blacklist. <laughs> I was gonna say Is Pretty that, in Pink. Is it? Pretty in Pink, yeah. <laughs> the Cleaner. Hey, wasn't there a Cleaner in Pretty in Pink? The Cleaner, damn near killed her. <laughs> <laughs> no, there was. Um, what was that remake? Remember? Um, Pointing over turn. Yeah, pointing no return. I'm the cleaner. Yeah, I'm the cleaner. Yeah. So, so yeah. Runs right up. So that's him. So that's it. That's been pretty good. I don't know. It's got two seasons. I may kind of nibble at that here and there. 
and that's on the that's on the Esquire network. I don't know. It's they're all British that's and a, shot in London, London. Yeah, look at yeah, look at this. It's tvesquire.com. Got the website right there. Are you is that over? Yeah, there you go. And it's actually that. it's actually pretty decent. Uh, so that was pretty good. So, uh, season two or three of Happy Valley. Let me switch over to this. Um, just got loaded up. It is a um, British show about a run-of-the-mill ordinary um, lady who's she's a police officer and kind of gets caught up in in bigger in uh, stories that are a little bit beyond herself. It is billed as a Netflix original now, so I guess they have brought that in from the BBC, which is where I think it started. But season two of Happy Valley is, and I'm actually right in the process of uh, watching um, episode one of season two. I really like it. It's almost an all-female cast. Um, Pretty good there. Oh, that's cool. Season five of... Uh, Longmire is now on Netflix. I just finished that. Saw that. <laughs> it is not the best season. It's a good season. The last two seasons have been phenomenal. This season was okay. Had a little bit of a weird ending to the season. I'm assuming the way that they ended it, that they already set up for to come back with season six in four, five, six months, which is good. Love that show. Um, but those are the three of the things that I kind of nibbled at. All um, cop shows. Uh, over the last couple of weeks, but I uh, wanted to put those out there before we moved on to some of the bigger stuff. Yeah, yeah that seems uh, to be uh, something that you uh, uh, sort of return to over and over, Brian. That's You're my, very that's much my genre. Team. He does yeah, love the crime drama. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, and it's going to be... Uh, uh, I just saw an article when I searched it up. Uh, Longmire saddles up for season five on Netflix. Yeah, Longmire season six. Will the show get a renewal? So it doesn't look like that's official yet. But the way they, it, it would be a really bizarre way to end it um, if they do not have a season six. But I do think that this needs a season six and it needs to end because one of the things that they were ha- trying to, they've kind of had a bad guy the whole time. It's been a little weird, and I just think that there's a lot of kind of tired um, storylines in there. Um, yeah, es- especially the love story um, between. Um, Sheriff Longmire and uh, what's her name Starbuck. So I, I'm really Buck. Yeah, I'm really uh, <laughs> wanting them to resolve that. They sort of keep hinting at oh they're going to end up together, and it's you know five seasons of that is just way way too much. <laughs> Katie Sackoff is the is the the the, the actress's name. Um, she plays. Um, his Starbuck. Starbuck, yeah. And she's Starbuck <laughs> in Longmire. It's kind of a weird deal. But uh, uh, I, I, I enjoyed the season. I didn't binge it all the way through like I typically would. I, would, I was watching two or three episodes every couple of days, um, you know, because they're like 45 minutes with no commercials. So it was a good season, but I really hope they come back with the final really strong season and then and, and call it a day on this show. It's done. It's done. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm running that. Uh, I looked up that best of enemies. Uh, it looks good, man. I'm gonna have to check that out. It says available on DVD, Blu-ray, and digital download. Did you download it or did you watch it? Where did you watch? Which it? one? Uh, best of enemies. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Cool. Yeah. Right. That's cool. Good I think know. it's interesting that they don't mention that at all on this on their website. <laughs> 
Yeah, that is kind of, that is kind of weird. But that's I watched that, and um, I think that's where I watched it. But I watched it like a week and a half ago, and then I watched uh, I think it's, the other one's called American Amnesia. I think. Um, but that's yeah, just yeah, it's, a, on, it's on it's on Netflix. Yeah, the trailer's that's really good. Use Buckley versus Vidal. And I'm like I don't know if you guys have ever read much much either one of them. I have a couple of Buckley's books. Kind of a brilliant guy, but kind of a sadist, um, far right winger, founder of the National Review. Um, and it's nice to just see Gore Vidal just hand him his ass and um, <laughs> make him over the course of like three or four evenings just completely unwind as a person. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to check it out, man. You'll like it. It's good. good. Check it. All right, what do you guys yeah, want to move just, on to now? And, the best uh, of Bob the Builder. Best of Bob the Builder. <laughs> I was just on the screen from looking at Best of on Netflix. Yeah, so, yeah, that's the one. Bob the Builder, he's awesome. All right, what's after that? God, <laughs> I have seen some episodes of Bob the Builder, man. Ah, uh, you and me both, brother. <sighs> kiddos. So, uh, that was really, uh, there was, uh, oh, there was this. Hold on a second. Uh, <laughs> I, uh. Well, I'll just I'll just play this so y'all can see it. Uh, railway worker saves drunk from getting run over. Oh, I so, think I've seen this before. Yeah. So this guy is picking his shit up off the tracks. And check out homeboy man. He does a form tackle. Checks over his shoulder. Ooh. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, get that shit out of there. Yeah. This is fucking- <laughs> Fuck this bike! Oh, that's a train. Let me get my wallet. Hold on. <laughs> he he office Look linebacker. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. He's like, oh shit. Boom! <laughs> I love how he throws that bike. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> you know what? I mean, what if he'd have been just a second later, and he looked over Probably. his shoulder, he pulls up, and he just gets to watch that guy explode in front of him? Right. That would have been nasty. Because yeah, that because that train, there was no. Uh, Right, it was the stopping. <laughs> That's right. All right, what so, show uh, are we on to? What uh, let's. To? Uh, what do y'all want to talk about? Uh, well, want to talk about. Uh, I'm looking West- here. <laughs> you said I mean, you you I don't have a lot. <laughs> you've watched some more Luke Cage. I watched a little bit more. I'm, I'm think I'm up to episode four now of Luke Cage. Um, hey, you were definitely correct. I mean, I mean. The acting is pretty stilted, and but it's enjoyable still. I mean, um, I like hearing him talk in his deep voice that you think he's going to kill somebody every right. time he opens his mouth. So, I mean, th- there you go. Yeah. I have, um, have you been enjoying all the music in the show? Yes, definitely. Uh, let me send this to you. Uh, this is uh, – I saw this this week. Uh, copy link. It's uh somebody did a Family Matters intro spoof with Luke Cage. So let me send that to y'all, and uh, you can you can pipe it in if you want. <laughs> and it's somebody it's said I spent the weekend editing this together, and it's hilarious. How do how did you send it over? Uh, just sent it over in Skype chat. It's at the bottom of the uh, show notes. Oh, it's got the font, the old school. Oh, oh yeah, seventies font, Luke Cage, <laughs> Good Times font, or whatever. Oh, this Reddit? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Of course it's Reddit. Oh, of course it's, it's Reddit. Everything. It's perfect, man. This thing is perfect. Alfred Wood. All right, let me see if I can fire this up. But, but the... Um, Tanya. Oh, God damn it. Mike Coulter. Yeah, it's at the bottom of the show notes I sent you. 
Control. Ugh. All this, you can't just right-click, copy-paste out of... Um, I did. I did. I put it over... No, I can't. You oh, can't I do that in... Um, let's see here. Yeah, I'm going to play it. It's playing. We ain't hearing it. I know you can't. But it's being recorded? Yep. Folks can hear it? Okay. Yep. <laughs> this is pretty funny. It's pretty note-perfect. Swear jar. What show is this a takeoff on? Uh, Family Matters. I don't guess I ever watched that. And the Rosario uh, Dawson. Yeah, and then there's a, a, a thing for Avengers. Somebody did a full house intro for for them. So, so <laughs> All right, gotta love that And we're back. Gotta love and we're back. And we're back. Okay, uh, so uh, Brian, I uh, that is all the stuff that I found interesting this week. I turned the show back over to you. All righty. Um, let's see. You, Ron, have not started Luke Cage. Is that correct? I have not started Luke Cage. Okay. Um, so, I think we talked about last time in the Peel session, Timeless. And uh, I have zero interest. Like, after we've gotten a little further <coughs> down the road, I have I watched the first ep- two episodes. I have zero interest in uh, ever re- not continue watching Timeless. No, I'm out on that. Um, for sure. What a... What about it didn't uh, didn't grab you? It's just too hokey. It's it's it doesn't. It, I guess it's the exact. That's exactly it. It didn't have anything about it that grabbed me. Hey Paul, oh. have you seen? I think Ron saw it, but uh, have you seen? Um, that's not it. So I would Google Gore Vidal biography movie or something like that. Um, oh, the American Amnesia? That's not it? Yeah, uh, it's got to be something else. It's it's the story of Gore Vidal. Paul, have oh, you okay. seen the trailer that came out today for Logan? Uh, no, the Wolverine yeah. trailer. Yeah. Uh, somebody, somebody was telling me it's pretty good. and uh, It looks badass. Uh, there's there's a Galaxy, a Guardians of the Galaxy 2 trailer. Is yeah, out all, this week. all yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So the, the Logan movie is set out after... Um, I'm assuming this this is it. There is a time in the the comics where Scarlet Witch um, takes away all the mutant powers across the world, and so Logan, from the look this looks at the trailer, is aging, does not have his power his power to heal anymore. He still does have his because they're functionally. Um, uh, is it called American Amnesia? It's called uh, United States of Amnesia. That's it. Yeah. Um, so uh, he still has his claws that come out because that's like a functional mechanical part of his body. Yeah, his, yeah, his adamantium skeleton. Yeah, but he's but not. It, um, but it hurts. It hurts every time he and doesn't. Yeah, he's over there with neo neosporin. Well, not only does it hurt, it doesn't heal. It doesn't heal. So if he pops him out, dude, he's got huge gashes on his hand going forward that aren't going to heal for a long time. So it, it sort of ends up looking like Ron Shins after he does the weed whacking. Basically. Yeah, but it looks yeah, pretty much. But it looks really <laughs> dark, really gritty. Uh I thoroughly enjoyed watching the trailer, man. I, I think it's gonna be a pretty cool movie. 
When is that? Is that is that going to be a November release? No, that's March of uh, 2017. Oh, okay. So it's got it's still in uh, it's going into post right now. Then. Yeah. Well, it looks like it's pretty far along the way. I mean, obviously they never, you know, when they re- release the trailer, um, you know, they still it's not fi- it's not a finished product, but it looked like they've got a lot of stuff done. So I think it's been in post for a while, and it's just that's when they've got it slated to come out. When is Guardians coming out? I haven't seen that trailer yet. May. It's May... 2017? Yeah. It's next May. It's, I think it's mid-May. Uh, I have not seen it either. Uh, Brian, if you want to... Let me... Uh... It's a teaser trailer. It's not, not very yeah, long. It's, yeah, it's supposed it's to be just, real it's short. Just showing kind of, it's just showing glimpses. Okay, and a little so... Inter- a little interchange between Star-Lord and... What's the big dude's name? Uh... uh Bitch tits, Bob. It's <laughs> be a Bob. His name is Robert right. Paulson. Right. Robert right. Paulson. Yeah. God. So Brian, I I put the YouTube link at the top of the show notes yep. just now. Okay. Uh, so you can pipe it in if you want. No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pa- pass. I, I now that Ron said that, I do remember somebody said it's only like a few seconds long. It's a minute twenty seven uh, six seconds. Yeah, but it's a lot. It's not like a lot of the movie show, and it's a lot of this fading into black and and shit. Um, yeah. so spacesuits space are for emergencies. Yeah, and for fun. And, and, for, fun. and, and for fun. I'm um, watching it right now, so you keep talking. I am. I am. So, do we want to go ahead and move into Westworld and talk about three weeks with the Westworld? Since we, uh, yeah, because oh, since we didn't, since we, uh, since the stuff la- we talked about last week is <laughs> it was not recorded. Right, it was out of there. Um. <laughs> Did we talk anything before we get into Westworld? Was there anything else that we talked about last week that? Uh, well, I we, thought I had the thing written down, but then what I wrote down, what I we've gone over what what, what was there. So um, I'm sure that we did, but we we spent a good forty minutes on Westworld last time. It was the vast majority of um, yeah the show. So I guess we'll have to start from from scratch on that discussion. Um, Paul said, and I can't remember if this is at the top of the podcast or before we started recording. You said that uh, you went back and rewatched all three episodes. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. And I get it's one of those shows. It's like going back, and it makes sense with uh, with uh, Jonathan Nolan being the showrunner and writing episodes for this series since he wrote Memento. It's very much like that that you can go back and rewatch. And, and dig in a little bit and get more out of it on repeated viewings, which to me is the sign of a really good property because there's so many shows out there that if I watch it once, it, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Would you watch again? Nah. nah. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, and for me, so, like, yeah, if I ever go back and watch a series again, you know I'm a fan of it. Um I have not rewatched right. any of this. I have rewatched parts of the uh, parts of some of the particular episodes. Like as I'm watching them, I rewatch them because, I mean, it's shot so well. Again, I can't. We can't say enough about um, the acting in that. The you know the 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 easy way out on this something like this would be to, you know, get a bunch of big name actors in there, but not have the greatest writing or just you're just looking for more star power than you are coming hoping that they come in and deliver amazing performances. Um, right. But it's been a, just across the board fantastic. Um, and I was trying to look up here real quick. 
Yeah, I, I had a, on the show notes, I have a link uh, under section Westworld uh, on Giphy.com. Uh, there's a Giphy, they have a weekly gaming roundup. And ta- we talked about that last week is that uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is coming out. It's going to be coming out for, uh, I, I don't know if it's a, I can't remember off the top of my head if it's a PS4 exclusive. Uh, but there was an article last week where the when they were creating this new send-up of Westworld that they looked that cool. games like Bioshock. They looked at games like Red Dead Redemption. And so many of the shots, and I mentioned that last week, is so many of the shots in the first episode, because I played about over 100 hours of Red Dead Redemption, and it looked like it made me, it was deja vu for the game. Was that and game really that good? About, I've never played it. It was super fun. It was super fun, and I never, I didn't even finish it, but it was such an open world that I spent uh, most of my time uh, running around shooting people and taking hookers out in the desert and running, uh, dragging them behind my horse. And <laughs> I mean, exactly what they talk about in the show is that when these people, when the the uh, newcomers uh, go to this uh, amusement park that is Westworld, they you can do whatever you want. You can. You can fuck whoever you want. I you do can what do I want. whatever adventure. You can drink as much as you want. You can right. kill whoever you want, and there's no re- repercussions. And they make they call talk about that during and say, "Man, yeah, if we get bored, we can just take them out in the desert and just use them for target practice." <laughs> and that's the way that the customers think about it is that there's they can do whatever they want. Yeah, I don't know that that's a, a super fantastic idea to have. <laughs> some some something where people can just go let the complete shittiness of them come out. Like we well, should probably you know, avoid and, and, that at all cost. Well, and and that's that's the conceit of the show is that um, you know if you think about our entertainment culture and how um, how easily jaded we get to things now, and then we talk about you know the the onset of the big push into augmented reality and virtual reality and then you look at how realistic stuff are getting like in the in red dead redemption 2 and this is night and day over the first game look at so hey look at this this is something that uh, i saw an article on facebook um and this go to um real doll i think it's real doll.com that you know they've been around forever but go over there. I will not, sir. I will not, sir. <laughs> go over well, the there. Link is, but the link is purple, so what does that mean? <laughs> don't, don't be a sissy. Uh, you probably got one in your closet. So uh, you should just pull that up, dude, how realistic these sex dolls are now. Hey, dude, dude, I'm sitting on one right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm soaking in it. <laughs> I've got a standing desk here, and so I've got, a, I've got my, my drink holder down here. That's <laughs> it. So, She's got handles on the side of her neck. And well, that, that's good. But the those the sex dolls now are so amazingly realistic that we're not that far away from. The, and we were t- well, we we're talking about at work, like, so what could we do make robots to do? Like heavy industrial work, mining, dangerous work, farming. No, but no, it's going to be sex toys. <laughs> They're all going to be sex dolls. So even right. your robot that's out there like picking cotton is just going to be hot as fuck, <laughs> you know. And there's going to be like nine dudes lined up to bang her while she's picking cotton. Like this, hey, this says so your, much about us. Are those your worker robots out there? Mind if I go break break me off a piece? <laughs> yeah, like, come on, really, guys. <laughs> but I'm telling you, these new 
and this I couldn't believe it. The new ones, like they are not that far away from them being totally they're, realistic, yeah. man. They're amazing. Some of these, some of these pictures of these. What is you it? Almost have to double take and wait a minute. Is that a real woman, a real model, or is that actually is that a freaking doll? And it. What is it? Realdoll.com. Yeah. Yeah, real doll. And it's uh, the real yeah, doll they, too, which is their brand new one. Which oh is, Jesus Christ! Really? <laughs> wow. Here, I just want to see how much they are now. They used to be like. Like, um, there's like sixty five hundred dollars. And if you want wealth. freckles on the body, it's an extra three hundred dollars. Good night. Yeah, starting starting at sixty five hundred dollars. Yeah, and then then when you actually go in, they get a little <laughs> bit spookier. <laughs> they get a little bit spookier. <laughs> but they well, did a they did a job on that one. Yeah, I think I'm gonna order one of these Olivia's. Oh, <laughs> well, Brooklyn's kind of nice too, though. God, this is some weird <laughs> shit, though, man. But this is—we are not that far away. I mean, this—what is this? Is like sixty-five percent of the way there to Westworld. I mean, all they yeah. need well, to be able to do is animate these things where they walk around and talk to you. Well, yeah. and that's—that's that's what I—I I remember from the podcast last week that I was talking about. It's the merging of all these industries. Is that you have the industry that I work in, in the animation industry, feature and games and TV and stuff like that. And then you have, you know, the sex industry, and then you have the entertainment industry, and then you have augmented reality, and soon enough, it's all going to merge to where that's it. It's like what pushed VCR sales, porn. <laughs> so, <laughs> and it's the idea of like a virtual Vegas that you can go and entertain yourself. And they even talked about that in I think in episode three. The guys that were introduced, the white hat, and the guy who the guy who brought his friend, who's the white hat, the guy who plays in West uh, uh, House of Cards, and uh, uh, yeah, 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 always You know who I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, he was the hacker. Is that, and so they go out on this like this little mission, and they talk about the cost per week. He makes an aside. It's like forty grand. We're spending forty grand a week out here. It's like wow, but you know, you think about it. People have a lot of money. Is that? Yeah, know, I remember you saying forty thousand dollars, but I couldn't remember if it was per week or per day. It was, it was per week, because uh, I just watched that episode again last night. It was forty, and he just threw it as an uh, aside. And so they, I like the, that's another thing I like about the show is they did drop these little nuggets that sort of tell you a little bit of the backstory without just going into exposition and telling you about it. Yeah. So we're not that far away, but like going back to the before we took off on Real Doll, the like <laughs> I think we should avoid places like Westworld because what what you go there, you just become this completely abhorrent person. Can you really just come back to real life and not want to be that mm-hmm. way? Are, are you right. have you not opened a Pandora's box that cannot be closed? Yeah, you, do you want to come back to the real world? You know, okay, hey, I love, I've really found myself, I really love raping and killing. Uh, in Westworld, so uh, in the reality park, so can I now come back to society? And what if I want to like keep doing that in real world society? I don't want to pay forty thousand dollars a week to do it in uh, in in the park. I just well, maybe I can do this for well, nothing and, here. You know, I'm, I mean, you th- you think about that you have this, you have different classes of people and different classes of wealth. Is that what do you spend your money on? Is that you have Elon Musk talking about? Okay, let's uh, let's go to Mars, and that 
and he's not bullshitting. He wants to go and set up a colony on Mars. It's like, what kind of money is that? I mean, you know what I'm talking about? And then you hear stories about that billionaire friends of politicians have these private island getaways where you can, they take people to entertain them and let them do whatever they want, whether it's illegal or, you know, legal or not. So what do wealthy people do with all their money and time and power is that they entertain themselves in ways that other people can't. Hmm. So, I know. Is, is, Eat the is rich. Right? Eat the rich. Yeah. Eat the rich. Yeah. I mean, Soylent Green is people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> people right. taste good. We're eating people. But, I mean, and that—that's. I mean, for what we're discussing, it's happening right now. Not Westworld, but people taking their wealth and doing things that are inherently illegal, and setting up private getaways to do things like this because they can. They have the money and the resources and the connections that they can do this right now, not at this scale, but if technology allows us to get to that point, you can guarantee people are going to do it. One more you reason I got to win the lottery. Gonna, is that we got six <laughs> flags full of tits and pussy. That's what, you. <laughs> killing people. That's, and, and you can hunt humans down. Yeah, That's I right. Think, as Ronnie I think Trump, right this is Trump's house we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Well, I mean, yeah, and, and uh, did y'all watch the uh, debates last night? Negative. Yep. Negative. I haven't watched one second of the debates until the next morning when they do the best of thing. I, it just destroys my soul and my belief that humanity <laughs> is even <laughs> worth saving. Like, so I just you can't missed, do it. I can't do it. So you missed the last, the last debate. A, a fly landed on Hillary Clinton's face <laughs> and she didn't even twitch. And there is a direct correlation in Westworld, one of the episodes where yeah, the very first yeah. where a fly lands on one of the, the, the host's face and, and walks across her eye and is like it's Hillary Clinton is a robot that nobody wants to come <laughs> in Westworld. <laughs> They're taking over this place. Yeah. There's a lot of um there's a lot of cool um, theories. We talked about last last week, which we, we didn't get recorded. We talked about last week the idea in Westworld that perhaps could, um, you know, the two new people, um, uh, Jimmy Simpson's playing William and his buddy uh, Logan, uh, you know, uh, roll into Westworld in episode two, shows them coming into Westworld, and the, the logo looks different. You know, the lobby's all sparkling clean with the escalator and the, the fountain and all that. It looks new, and it just looks like, you know, my first clue on that was, wait a minute, the logo's different. This place is open. They showed it in the first episode. You see that see that, that lobby area with the escalator. It looks like it's all been closed down or it's not all oper- it's not operational. And uh, so I was thinking, wait a minute, they're, we're sh- they're showing us a, a back in time. We're, we're time shifting here, and they're not telling us that it's that we're seeing Westworld sometime in the past. So the immediate, my immediate right, right. guess was that uh, William's character is actually the man in black, that he's, that he's uh, his first visit to the park. And then he just, you know, starts coming, you know, loving it and coming back. And he eventually becomes, you know, or something, some event changes him. Like some people have postulated that maybe, maybe he helped put down the first, maybe there was the, um, some type of whatever this incident was, 
uh, that originally happened, maybe, you know, some of the hosts went berserk and he helped put it down. So they then, because of that, gave him carte blanche to, hey, you know, come back and you, know, you, you, have, a, you have a gold card, uh, platinum card, or whatever, to keep coming back. So this is his, like, uh, uh, his Joseph Conrad journey into darkness? Right, right. I was, uh, I was, I was thinking about it after you, you talked about that, and I think that's an interesting idea. I mean, it's, um, it's the whole, the whole idea. And I'm looking at this article that uh, on Inverse.com that the design of Westworld's old Western town set. It's the same set that they shot uh, uh, Django Unchained. Oh, is so it? Using- yeah, and it says the main things people want to do in Westworld is they want to kill, eat, or have sex. <laughs> and yep. that's, that's it. And I think it's interesting, this whole idea that you was talking about, Ron, with that this could have been a time shift, and you'll never know it. And it fits into uh, Jonathan Nolan's sort of uh, his scheme of, of, of story writing is that the host Dolores is one of the oldest hosts at the park. Right. And so you have no sense of time passage. It's, it's eternal time once you're there. And so you have no idea if these who in the, the very first uh, episode did a little trick with, they showed the people on the train and you thought that the guy who's the valiant hero that you thought he was. a, a Yeah. James a, Marsden's character. You thought he was one of the newcomers, right? He and, but he turned out to be a host, and so right. you don't know what's going on. And I, I think that's one of the things I love about this show. And the you know the the idea that um, um, you know Dolores this is a, this is we're seeing time shift, and yeah, you know, she's the yeah she's the oldest host, and uh, you know so it's possible that we're seeing her in different in different um, you know times. We just don't know. It's not we're not clear right now which one is which now there was something in episode three though uh this week's past this past week's episode that makes you think well okay maybe not maybe maybe that couldn't be the case that uh william turns out to be the man and becomes the man in black because at the end you know dolores uh, ventures off of her programming uh she shoots uh the the guy at the end of the the end her little loop that she's in of of our our father getting killed and and then you know she uh, you know gets either uh, used and abused in the in the stable or, or gets killed or whatever uh, by the desperados that are raiding her house. Um, you know, one episode, uh, Man in Black shows up, kills, kills everybody, and <laughs> and uh, Man in Black kills everybody and then takes her in the in the barn and and you know you think okay he's going to rape her but but you know or did he enlighten her? Did you just he, said he's going to rape her, but. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, honey, we're gonna do butt stuff tonight. <laughs> it's Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday means anal sex. <laughs> uh, the, the Ron, I thought that was interesting because I, when I watched it on the second, the second go around, when uh, that other host, the one with the the, the impressive uh, face hair, uh, took her into the barn, is that he said because that was the whole loop that they were the game loop that we're in is that you have these visitors that are along this mission and one of the options you have is you can have sex with you rape Dolores right. and both of them passed up. One of them said, yeah, she seems a little crazy. <laughs> and the, the other guy, he tried to get with her in town 
and he got caught blocked by another host and he got scared so he just he didn't want any part of that so right. that triggered another game loop an ai game loop where this other host he dragged her into the barn to have his way with her but dolores her mindset is that he went into a loop he took her in there and then he just stood there and sort of idle and he wasn't didn't initiate any action against her because that wasn't part of his loop to actually do it. But she didn't know that because of her change. So she ended up shooting it because she started having flashbacks to the man in black. Right. And so poor homeboy, he got his head, blo- his neck blown off for <laughs> right. For, he had two, two rounds in the neck, but then yeah. she wants, she wanders off of the loop. She then leaves the, you know, runs away from the other guys that are trying to, you know, the guy that's trying to shoot her. Uh, the, the human that was there, you know, and she even had a little loop, mini loop of herself thinking, okay, he shoots her one time in the belly and then the next, then she realizes, okay, that was another, uh, you know, was that another loop or, or a flashback to a different, a different, a different time. And then she then runs and, you know, gets on the horse and taking and hightails it out of there. But then she yeah. wanders, but at the end she wanders, you know, into the camp of William and Logan. You know, she falls, you know, exhausted or whatever. The end of her, it's the end of her night, and that's where she shuts off. You know, yeah, Bo, Bo, uh, and Luke, Bo and Luke Duke. Right. So she, but so then you're like, okay, wait a minute. So we're either being fooled uh, that this isn't part of the, this isn't part of the, uh, you know, uh, the man in black. Uh, did he? It's not part of um, the scenario that it, that he, that Jimmy or that uh, William could be Jimmy Simpson's the actor. Uh, William could character could be the man in black. It's it's because if it's you know the the um, um, the character is um, been uh, Dolores' character has been uh, kind of made self aware or started on her self aware journey by the man in black earlier, then it can't be. Um, then William can't be the man in black because she sees him then later, you know, or after she's starting to be self-aware. Now, what we don't know is she becoming, is this, this, is is she become self-aware many times over, you know, is this, you know, we don't know if she became self-aware and was part of the original, you know, incident and we're, that's what they're going to show us. Or she's now becoming self-aware again and uh, starting the whole kind of process over again. So there's a lot of ways they can play it, and that's what, what makes it so fascinating and so interesting. They could they could show the whole, you know, we can. I, mean, I know in time they're going to come back and show us, you know, what what happened. They they've planted the seed of there's whatever that's happened in the past. So I'm sure we'll get to see it in some way or, or parts of it. But um, there's a million different ways they can play they can play this. And, and uh, you know what I hope they do um, with all this, you know, with a complicated plot. Is I, I hope that they strike a good balance between giving us answers about things and leaving enough stuff lie that you can fill in the gaps and there can be all these theories and what ifs. I hope that as time goes on, it's not that the tack that they're sailing is not um, to completely give us all the answers at some point, that there's a lot of stones that you're like, what is under that thing? How did that go? Why was that happening? You know, not, I'm right. not talking about plot holes, but enough where it keeps it interesting and, and you're still and your mind is sparked a little bit. I hope, I hope that's how they go. Right. They, yeah. don't have to, they don't have to paint everything. They don't have to explain every little detail. Yeah. And I, I, I thought they had a lot, they're laying a lot of little uh, sort of rabbit trails for people to run down. And the, 
the angle you're talking about, Ron, with, uh, with that, I think, okay, is he really the man in black? Is this a time shift? I think that's it's a totally valid story option, and it's interesting. So that's good. I think the the idea that I've been thinking about over since I since I've been watching this is that is this park are there any real newcomers? Is the AI so advanced that you have people in the park the the hosts in the park they're one level of AI and robots cyborgs? Then you have a higher level that has a higher functionality that think they're coming to the park and they're real humans, but they're really not. And then you have these workers that are controlling the park that are really just higher level advanced AI that are playing their own story loops, but they're just more advanced and they don't realize it. So it's like inception reversed is like at what level is it real? Is it right. any of it is the, right. has, that's the, and that's the thing. Has the rest of the world it, 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 has the it, rest it, of the world been destroyed by like a nuclear apocalypse, and these things right. are just running on an automatic loop forever? Right. A lot of people think that maybe uh, Jeffrey Wright's character Bernard, maybe he's uh, a host that he's he's a uh, you know a yeah. synthetic person and a higher level one, and he's programming. Doctor Ford made him to basically run you know uh to make you know keep up with the tech and 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 bring out the the um uh tweaks the keep keep tweaking the the routines and the programs and keep improving things um so yeah any of them all of them could be you know and that's the whole thing is this all is dr ford you know playing god and he's created everybody you know everything is his creation well and and there's even the idea uh that I was thinking of that um, what Brian, you know, what is the quote is that any sufficiently advanced uh, te- uh, civilization, their technology is indistinguishable from magic. Well, if they are uh, significantly more advanced than you are. Yeah. And then uh, what if that's to me, that's the thing is, and they talked about that in, in episode three is that there was another partner. And the first three years, Arnold, uh, uh, Arnold, and that they was talking about these hosts that are sort of going way off script and they're uh, talking to themselves and they talk about, and I have that in the show notes, uh, they talk about the theory of uh, the bicameral mind. And uh, I did a little, I did a little research because if they make a big point of that, they want people to go research it. And now they're, when you, you hear something in a show, uh, writers are fully aware that people can do a lot of research. So I went to <laughs> right. uh, uh, Wikipedia, and it's bicameral bicameralism is the philosophy of two chamberedness. It's a hypothesis in psychology that argues that the human mind once assumed a state in which cognitive functions were divided between one part of the brain, which appears to be speaking, and a second part which listens and obeys a <laughs> right. like the voice of God talking to you. And it was in your of, own mind. Of, uh, yeah. And that's when people, uh, when people think it's the voice of God, that's what they're hearing. And so, you know, it's, it's, it was very popular. It was printed in 1976 and it's been discredited since then. 
Yeah. But, but you know, it's like, okay, so what is the is this driving this whole idea? That, what is what is, and that's another rabbit trail to run down. You know. Yeah, and that's what I I mean. They need stuff. They need stuff to keep people intrigued, especially if they're because I mean, listen, I feel like the setup for this. And good lord, I hope the first three seasons are more uh, well done. But the setup for this is lost, I think. Where mm-hmm. this yes. is going to be yes. uh, an onion skin thing that gets pulled back, and it's slowly. My guess, this is total guess, and I, I'm really, not, I don't really don't do a lot of like getting in and reading the fan like thoughts processes because I feel like it fucks my own up. Um, but I, I would, I would, I feel like at some point as they roll this back, especially given the Nolans are involved, that we will realize that we haven't been watching, (laughs) right, that we haven't been watching what we think we're watching. Whatever that path goes, I feel like it will be something that is, is got, it's, it's working on many levels um, and, and stuff like that. So, no, I, I think they should have all these kind of rabbit trails and, and the rabbit trail, no show was more rabbit trails then lost and obviously you've got jj abrams involved and uh the nolans are the kind of the same way so i think we're gonna have a lot of that yeah and i'm just hoping for at least for westworld that it doesn't um and we've talked about that on the podcast before is that when when it was experienced lost was experienced generally for people as a week-to-week experience and there was this excitement every week to see what the next episode, but after it was all said and done, it was ended up being sort of a letdown because they just ran right. out of like, you know, it's like, well, there's a big lever and, <laughs> you know, and there you go. And, um, I hope that they, uh, cause like Brian said, is that JJ Abrams is attached to the show is that they learn from that and don't, leave a disappointment for the fans at the end yeah well they they knew how like with lost they knew how they wanted it to begin and they knew how they wanted it to end but they had no idea if it'd be a hit or be canceled right so the way we saw it end um potentially if it could have bombed would have been the way season one ended right they would have just jumped to there and here it is but then when it was such a huge success a lot of that middle stuff had to be made up and that's why yeah. when they got finally got to the end, the end didn't make super sense or was that kind of let down. Although I wasn't terribly let down by it. Season two no, and I three wasn't. were the ones that really got me uh, where I almost stopped watching the show. But um, I feel like there's going to be a lot to this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was just... The, uh, that's, 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 that's an interesting thing about uh, Westworld is that I wasn't ever really compelled to go back and watch lost until it came back onto uh what is it netflix or amazon prime right uh and then i tried to watch a couple episodes and it just didn't i wasn't interested at all and with westworld and maybe it was because it wasn't lost wasn't available to where i could rewatch it yeah unless you dvr'd it and kept it then you couldn't really do it back then yeah but now Mm -hmm. we have stuff that's available that we can just go back and recall it at a drop of the hat, which is another sort of aspect of this whole idea we're talking about with Westworld is that the idea that we have an artificial brain out there that we don't have to remember anything. We have something that we can recall something vaguely and then immediately reach out and grab the full content of it and 
and look <laughs> at it over and over. So, yeah, I mean, so, something I think would be cool if, and there's a lot of talk in physics around this, and Elon Musk is a is a proponent of this. Where, um, and and obviously this involves a simulation where, um, we potentially could be involved in a simulation right given the oh yeah the math of the thing you're more likely to be involved in a simulation than you are to be involved in like the real deal so that's kind of what i'm talking about like i feel like at some point they're gonna flip this thing around and we're gonna go oh wow we we really didn't understand what we were watching here i hope that's my hope yeah well i think that's a possibility because you know the original the original Westworld was pretty simple it was you know um uh, robots androids gone berserk uh, but then they got a little he- heady with the, uh, the 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 sequel, the Future World, uh, where basically the idea was. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I'm just have to look back, kind of edit, and 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 read the synopsis of it. Is the that way way uh, way way back machine? Way way back, yeah. Um, was that Future World was that um, the technology they were uh, it was improved, and they were basically <laughs> people would come to the park. Uh, as as you know, as newcomers or you know, as people to to go there, and then what they were doing was they were sending uh, back. Uh, they were copying them, the people that actually came there, the customers copying them and sending them back into the real world. Uh, so they're replacing people with androids, that type of thing. You know, I think I might actually be okay with that because I feel like androids would be less <laughs> douchey than real people. Right. So I don't know that that's a bad idea. Yeah. Right, we wouldn't have yeah. president. Uh, <laughs> I am. I'm sending y'all over a, a link. And when I was watching this, uh, the episodes when they're in the the belly of the beast, the command chamber where they are viewing the park, it made me think. And just based off of what y'all was just talking about, it made me think of the Microsoft Hololens demo of Minecraft. And uh, and I, I got I got it up on my screen right now, and it made me think immediately of that is that they're sitting around and let it catch up and they're able to view the park and this is Minecraft of course but that's what it looked like it felt like to me that they were looking at the part but their level of detail to zoom in and look at a simulation so is all of this just happening in a computer right are any of these is this all just and is are they looking at a simulation of Westworld and then the people that are running Westworld security and everything, are they actually robots or are they a simulation? How many levels of it is? It's a reverse inception, if anything. Well, let's hope that uh, as they unwind this thing over the – it's five seasons, right? Yeah. Let's hope they've got it planned out pretty well. Six, yeah. Planned yeah, out pretty well, and as are they un, undo undo the onion skin that uh, were pleasantly surprised and kept happy all the way. Yeah, it's but got yeah, a, lot, I think- a lot of possibilities, which is with a lot of cool things they can they can do with it. You know, the whole I mean, it, there's a million different cool, interesting questions to ask. You know, the whole thing from what is life, what does it mean to be human, you know, what is consciousness. There's so many things that uh, there are ways they can roll with this. Well, and you think about that, that all these questions that people have about those kind of like very deep philosophical questions, and then you tie that into the ability of what we're looking at right now with this Microsoft HoloLens, is we can already do this right now. 
so it's very we're very close and you know tying back to you know real dolls and all that i mean we're getting closer and closer to the launch point where this could really take place even if and they've even hinted at they've shown us that when the park first started that they were very much like these robots that were very jerky and didn't deliver a human-like experience but you iterate on that kind of stuff and build on it and the technology is sort of all pointing towards that at this point let's hope that they hang in there and that uh there's no things that we're like "Mm, that's really fucking lame (laughs) yeah Yeah, they don't get get, uh, hokey with it and jump the shark at any point then be fine but that would be bad I would not be a yeah. fan of that if they did that. So yeah, because it, it's got a lot of potential, and uh, it'd be a shame if they sort of it sort of fires the imagination, and it'd be a shame if they uh, let it not fire the imagination at this point. Yeah, come on, bastards! Don't fuck this up. Yep. But they, it's it's good characters. Good, it's good. You know, uh, it's it seems right now at least it's well written. It's uh, the cinematography is great. Uh, Sets and, uh, and costumes, everything design about it is awesome, um, and they got good star power. I mean, you got Anthony Hopkins and um, Ed Harris and Evan Rachel Wood. Um, you know, there's Toko a lot Shisho. of you know, don't fuck it right. up. Don't fuck it up. Yeah. So, uh, Brian, uh, I put in as we was going a lot of the links to the stuff we talked about yep. onto the show notes. So if you want to put those on the website or on... Yeah, I do. I'm just going to copy and paste and drop those into the post. There you go. Call it a day. All right, man. Sounds good. Well, I feel like we're at the end in terms of like the stuff we wanted to talk about. Ron has finally finished his Chinese food and uh, his orange drink. And I I finished... uh, Hey, here's a newsflash for you on on, uh, episodes. We have finished season one of Blind Spot. So we're ready to begin season two. The current. How about year. how about Game of Thrones? How about Game of Thrones? We are on season one, episode seven. <gasps> Watched episode six last night of it. Awesome! That's you digging Brian, it? That's that's Brian. Oh Matthew yeah, last night was a good one. It was where um, uh, what's his name? The uh, Peter Dinklage's character, uh, the uh, the imp uh, Lannister, uh, basically uh, gets the. Um, where he's at uh, Stark, uh, 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 Lady Stark's sister's castle, oh, and, right? Uh, they're gonna they're 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 holding him hostage for that he's accusing him of of trying to murder the little their son, the youngest son. That's where he meets Bronn. Yeah, where he uh, employs the uh, I want somebody a champion to to on <laughs> a trial by combat, and he gets a champion and. Homeboy in the back of the room volunteers and takes on the knight, and he doesn't. The knight's all in armor and shield and fighting, you know, fighting the normal knight style. The dude's just like, no armor, no shield, just give me a sword. And he just, you know, basically lets the dude tire himself out and then runs him through and throws him off through, through the hole in the, on the floor. And through the, through the moon door. Through the moon door. Right. <laughs> I want to see him fly. I want to see the bad you man fly. Of course, the bad man fly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so That's keep cool. on chugging, man. You're gonna, season one is good. Season two is good. Season three and four, fantastic, man. It, it yeah. the, the last season yes. 
it yes. just keeps on keeping on. Like last the last season, every episode almost is movie quality. Like it, it you would be something you would be pleased that you paid eight dollars to go see at the movie. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It, it's it. You know, it had, I knew it had to build a little bit at first. The first few episodes are kind of laying the laying the characters out and what's going on, and then now it's starting to get into all the the backstabbing and who's trying to murder who and what's all the plots and evil traps and all that good stuff. Oh, it just, dude, it just keeps, it keeps going. You ain't seen nothing yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. like, wow, that was, that was pretty fucked up. And then you get to the next <laughs> season. Oh my God, that was more fucked up. <laughs> yeah. The, the hits never stop coming. I mean, uh, Martin is, uh, is no holds barred on this thing. So, all right. Well, yeah. you guys have a fantastic uh, finish to your week um, and an amazing weekend. And uh, awesome. Thursday nights seem to be working. Yep. Yeah. All right. Good. I'm going to load this bad boy up and uh, get it online. Hopefully not another lost Yeah, hopefully session. we have audio this time. <laughs> I, I have done ex- exhaustive testing, <laughs> and uh, this bad boy is going online. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, last week uh, – uh, uh, the other night, uh, I guess yesterday, uh, Brian, I was like, so we're ready to go. And he said, yeah, we need to chat about last week's session. I was, like, <laughs> I was like, what's up? And he said, well, I went to look at it and there's no audio. And I was like, another victim of the peel sessions. Peel sessions. I know. There shall be no All third. Right. Yep. All right, guys. Y'all have a good week and I'll talk to y'all next week. Yep. Later, All Gators. Right. Later, Bye. Bye.